Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm... Hey, everybody, it's Ed. We are Podcast of the Damned. We're back for another show. Um, It is the 5th of July. America! Uh, America! How was everybody's (laughs) fourth? Uh, I had a pretty good one. I moved to a small town and uh, getting to know the locals and did the... What's that word? Cordesac uh party barbecue with fireworks and everything and drinking mm-hmm. america and uh america exactly <laughs> uh it's it, it kind of reminded me if i don't know if i know damon watches this uh f for is f oh, is for family oh yeah yeah it kind of reminded me of like one of their parties <laughs> in the neighborhood it's a, less cussing than yelling um <laughs> but uh, i had a real i had a really I really had a good Fourth of July, and I didn't get blackout. Drunk. Nice, no, <laughs> noise, <laughs> noise. Good on you, bro. Thank uh, you. What about you, Adra? Um, I actually elected to stay home this year. Um, while our neighborhood, everybody was in their backyards, like having little barbecues, private little barbecues. Um, we didn't do like we don't do like the big block party here. Um, it, it, everybody mm-hmm. knows each other pretty much. And like, I've talked to all the neighbors, like in next door and across the street and stuff. So it, it's, it's pretty chill, but there was no like block party, but, um, yeah, I stayed home, had, um, three white claws and, and sewed some <laughs> masks that I'm selling and, um, pretty much comforted, um, uh, my friend's cats that are, my my next door well i live in a duplex so next door um my my friend's moving here and her cats are next door but she is not here yet so i had to go over there and make sure that they were fine while my neighborhood sounded like a literal war zone yeah it was crazy last night i think uh, americans were just kind of cooped up all year with yeah. the virus and they just wanted they really wanted to go out with a bang yeah, this year. Yeah, and I will, uh, when we're over, I will text you uh, some video of some of the fireworks in my neighborhood. Because it was basically, uh, I had kind of the same thing, kind of a little block party. All the neighbors get together and they go to the neighbor that has the most space. Now, um, you know, uh, usually Heather and Eloise would go and I would go to bed at around you know six o'clock because i work nights and uh but this year the fourth fell on the weekend so we indulged i indulged it was my first gathering with uh, the neighborhood party it was pretty cool it was just while the kids get together and play and we just set off about four hundred dollars worth of uh fireworks but some <laughs> of the fireworks uh everyone had like went overboard i mean there was some uh, the the big finale was uh, they let off some fireworks that could be seen from a mile away. No, oh it, damn! Yeah, remember that 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 um, that fireworks I sent you last mm-hmm. night, Audra, via text. Yes. That was like the tail end of it. Wow! It was massive. Well, we had some of the kind that you the neighbors had that you shoot in the air, and they they're like many versions of what they give off in the big fireworks shows mm-hmm. these are not legal and yet i've seen them every year since i've moved back here 
And yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are they buying these? Because there were quite a few in yeah. my neighborhood that were like my, in the or, air, like living, doing out the thing. Oregon's uh, laws on fireworks are more lax than than Washington. Because I remember, right. I remember uh, they eased it, they changed it. But I remember like 10, 15 years ago, you couldn't have anything over a sparkler. Yeah, it was like sparklers and smoke bombs. It was super lame. I, I remember as a kid, <laughs> it used to be like so disappointing because, you know, Idaho, they don't even have helmet laws for motorcycles. So Idaho is still pretty like, you know, fucking Firefly <laughs> universe. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember like there were a couple of summers where my, my folks would send me to the grandparents, either the ones in Baker City or the ones in Portland um, for, you know, visit the, the grandparents, right? Uh-huh. And I remember both times I have two distinct memories of being in like grade school era of being one in Baker and one in Portland of being just like, what the fuck? This little, you light this little worm on fire. Like I can have sparklers like that. They're like, no, they, I have, nothing else is legal here. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> it was just like, uh, they're like, you got it. And of course, you know, my grandpa had a, a small boat, nothing big. It was a little like four push person fishing boat outboard. And so one time when mm-hmm. they did take me out on the river and so we went down the Willamette and got to watch the fireworks from the Willamette, which was really cool. Mm. Yeah. That sounds nice. Cool. But um, yeah, uh, my fourth was, it was pretty nice. We just did that, had some drinks and let off fireworks and just everyone kind of just waddled home and, you know, and called it a <laughs> night. But uh, I was... I was I was kind of pushed to keep drinking. I had like four of these normal Pilsner beers, and then the guy running the party had a keg oh, of this IPA with like not this nine percent IPA, and it's like I think it was called Hop Venom. Oh damn! And I was like, all right, I'm done drinking. <laughs> I had four beers. Yeah, I'm good. Guy, and then he goes, so... here, try this one. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. And I was, like, oh, I'm gonna baby the shit out of this beer. <laughs> I um. I had like a 25 milligram edible and I had a cigar the whole time. And, you know, I don't know if you guys are cigar smokers, but you can get a hard buzz off a cigar. Oh, yeah. And that's why I don't smoke cigars. I can have like a puff, maybe two <laughs> off of a cigar and not but, consecutively, mm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, I've been a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a varsity level cigar smoker. So <laughs> I had between that and I had one hard cider. That was all I drank because between the edible and the cigar, I was, oh, yeah, you'd have been, uh, it, I was, it was, I was, I was like a perfect <laughs> amount of buzzed, you know, I was just like really mellow. Like, man, this is awesome. Right. Everybody. I was like that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, I given, a, given, uh, given, the, given a thumbs up unironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually did because I made a grocery run yesterday. I've been putting off going to the grocery store because I hate it on a general time, but now it's even more fun. Um, so I was like, well, gee, you know, about four in the afternoon on the Fourth of July, I bet you it's not so busy, and it wasn't. So I also made a trip over to the Bud Hut. So I had some some Jack Wreck, um, and three White Claws. So mm. that was. And nice. I was, as you were, like feeling nice and yeah. fuzzy, fuzzy but not drunky or yeah. bait. You don't want to wake oh, up God. hungover. No, no. I've never had a hangover. I don't know what that feels like, to be honest. 
Yeah. What? I'm, I've been blackout drunk too, and I've never had a hangover. Dude, and I, I, I get known... I get like the best sleep I get. I get like the best sleep of the week. And then I wake up first thing in the morning, like refreshed. I don't know. I just never. And my sister, same exact thing. never experienced one. I've known Damon literally half my life. Okay. Uh-huh. The adult half, but I've yeah. known Damon literally half my life now as I turn 50 on Monday. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday. So I've seen him shit. Well, we've seen each other shit face. Yeah, yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> I thought you'd say I've no, seen him well, shit. Well, no, I haven't literally seen him, <laughs> but I have seen him shit face. Like there was one time we were at the coast, and he and Alex were walking along ahead of me, and they both got their swerve on. And I'm just gently tapping their outside shoulder, like just gently touching it, and it's enough of a nudge to like make them bounce off each other. And I did it like three <laughs> times before they realized what was going on. That's how drunk I've seen him. And the first time I saw him vomit was in 2017. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was because I was, I think it was because I was, yeah, I got the spins. And You I was were so, stressed and you had yeah. edibles and you had drank and, on top and, of that. And then, yeah, and Brandon gave me a hit of his <laughs> joint. So I had edible, I was drinking and I smoked. And then I was like. And you had been stressed out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I remember I. I I was in the mid sentence. I vomited. It was like it was just like I was. It was weird. I remember it. I watched him turn white. And I was just like talking to. I, I was <laughs> I was talking to Audrey and I and then I was like so anyway then he. <laughs> but he daintily did it. He, we were sitting on the front porch and he daintily just leaned out and threw up on the rose bushes. Yeah, and then I grabbed my hanky, wiped my mouth, and went. <laughs> so what? Well, like I was saying. <laughs> She was like, that was the cleanest vomit I've ever seen. <laughs> and, and I mean, I wasn't worried. Very and he polite. Was apologizing to the rose bushes. And I'm like, dude, Brandon pisses on them. So, you know. Poor rose like, this bushes. Was I was living in the house with like four roommates. And Brandon was drinking at the time. Now he's been sober a year now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over a year now. Good for him. Yeah. Because um, he was like John Belushi when I was living with him. And, and he's like st- literally oh, leaning against the the fence or the pole that's holding up the like porch cover, you know, the yeah. cover over the porch. He's leaning over the pole, barely able to stand up, pissing on that rose bush, and, and like he actually like kind of like actually kind of sta- you know leaned forward a little bit because he was so drunk, and he was like, "Ow, it got got him in the shoulder." I mean, he was that close to it, just pissing <laughs> with his back to me while I'm sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> so oh so yeah that's a long way to go yeah I, I just don't have hangovers <laughs> fucking superman well, I, I try to having learned over the years of having some really bad ones um, I have learned how to circumvent them but even so there have been uh, there's still it nabs me sometimes and I'll wake up the next yeah. day going uh, the, at, at most, really, what I feel is oh, I'm not moving very quickly, and I really need to pound some more water. But you know, there there have been a couple of times in the last couple of years where I'm like, I ain't moving for six hours. <laughs> Man, <laughs> all right. So we should probably get down to business. So, uh, what have you guys been watching? Go ahead. Oh my! Uh, I've been watching. I finished season two of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, good, so, good. Yep. And 
Uh, I don't know how far I, you guys I'm are caught, caught up, up on I'm that. Caught up. I um, love the ending. I'm still lagging. I'm I'm catching up, but I'm lagging. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me, bro. Guillermo, I love Guillermo. <laughs> oh, he's the best. Uh, I've been watching that and been listening to a lot of uh, scary, tr- apparently true story Reddit stories on um, YouTube. Uh, which I enjoy because they're nice, short, scary stories. I don't know if they're true or not. I'm, part of me don't think they are, but the creativity of it is very uh, neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a short hiking or hunting story with a father and son kept seeing a guy pop his head out behind a tree. And finally, after the third time, the father went to check it out and he hears a, a thump and he looks around a tree and it's a head. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so the, who's ever been holding his head has just been poking that out outside of the tree. Ew. And that's what they were looking at the whole well, that time. that's not... Ew, that's unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I li- it's on YouTube, Reddit, so okay. I like them. Like I said, I don't know if they're true well, or not, but I like listening like. to them. They've got, they're on Hulu now, too, but it's on YouTube as well. It's BuzzFeed. Um, yeah, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. And they're like, they're very short. They're like less than 10 minutes. And they do, they do, okay. um, they have a se- series on the paranormal and the series on like conspiracies and a series on like just scary shit. So they're okay. short and kind of funny too. You know, you might like the short, yeah, and, short sweet. and sweet and funny. Um, one thing I only watched 10 minutes, 15 minutes of it because I can't watch it around right. my daughter is uh, the first episode of uh, Watchmen. Oh, such a good show. That is so good. Isn't that crazy? I mean, what I love about that show is that they actually, it's the first time uh, cinematically I've ever seen anyone depict uh, the burning of Black Wall Street. Oh. A lot of people didn't even know that was real. Uh, Is that the the town at the beginning of the show? Yeah, the Tulsa Massacre. That that was... was, uh, that yeah, was... that was the burning of Black Wall Street. Basically, for the people who don't know, um, it was a uh, you know this is right in the beginning of Jim Crow, Ugh. and you have like first generation uh, families you know separated from slavery, and uh, you know basically uh, they started a town and they were prosperous, Pros- you know they they prospered and they became they, they you know. Wealthy, they were wealthy enough. They're wealthy. They're wealthy, and they weren't, you know, a yeah. threat. To, there was no threat. They were just living they were their just lives. Wealthy enough to be perceived a threat. I'll yeah, say. and yeah, that's yeah. And then the, the neighboring and, town, the white town, who wasn't doing so well, just for no reason, went and slaughtered an entire town of people. This is something. Yeah. Jeez, history, history repeats yeah, itself a lot. Gee, you think this way? You know, this is. And Ed, this isn't that long ago. This isn't no. like your grandparents' lifetime. This is, it, yeah, this is like it, tw- this 1922. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, so, um, um, and then I got as far as to the Oklahoma show. Okay. Where they had the black cast doing the Oklahoma. Yeah. And, of course, that, that poor cop, which was interesting, the cop has to ask to get his gun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Panda, I need my gun. It's it's not going. It's not going. He's nervous. Oh yeah. And then he gets yeah. blasted. Well, I think I, I kind of like that. I you know, I kind of like that. That's like something you have to do. I mean, because it's not to that extent. But we're gonna be dialing. But we're gonna be you mm-hmm. know, in the real world, we're we're gonna be dialing back police's power. 
So uh, <coughs> to keep from people just getting shot indiscriminately, it kind of it's kind of a cool thing yeah. to have. Like they have to get permission to unlock their unlock their guns. Sorry, their white claws. They can't just fire it. But you'll you'll fix. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> his his uh, thing took too long, um, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to throw any spoilers, but. If you were thinking, man, it took too long for him to get his gun, it's a reason why. Right. It's part. It's a plot. Point. Okay. That that whole show is so okay. well done, and I liked how. See, most a lot of shows, or or things that or sequels or whatever that age the characters don't do it well. Now, because there are characters from the Watchmen movie, obviously, in the new version, but this takes place, what, 25 years later? Uh, 30 years later. 30 years later, and it is an obviously an alternate universe to begin with, um, but the, uh-huh. I, they've aged the characters really well. Um, and I'm not talking okay. physical ages, I'm talking, like, progress them, giving them, like, what they did beyond this. And and I thought that was really well done because a lot of times they're just like, oh, I'm showing up. I'm the same person I was 30 years ago. Just oh, no, they were all old and, you know, just... well, I'm not talking about old. I'm talking about like life experience. And like, yeah, yeah. They did Whether things. They, they'd seen some shit. They weren't just older versions of the exact same characters. Exactly. They lived. They lived a life. And so... they have changed and altered and their it... paths. And yeah. Mm hmm. And they kind of made it, I could be wrong on the show, and like I said, only like 10, 15 minutes into it, but it felt like a little bit like the roles were reversed on the white people and black yes, people. Yes, no, you're, you're correct in that. Correct. You're correct. Yeah. Okay, because seeing all those black people doing the Oklahoma play was just, I've never seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the, oh, and then sorry. A, oh, it was a, the, the cop, the white guy and the black cop, because they didn't show that he was a black cop right away. They like purposely mm-hmm. did that. They kept doing over his shoulder at the driver for most of it. And then finally they did a slow like zoom on the officer saying, oh, he's a wearing a mask and he's a black mm-hmm. man. So that was like, oh, our, our, and the driver was very nervous. It's like, did they reverse the roles in this yeah, show? A little bit. It's just, I mean, it's that universe. If you, I don't know if you ever read Watchmen or that stuff. It is... Well, you've seen the original yeah, movie. I did. Okay. Yeah, I've read the comics and yeah. saw okay. the movie. This is one of the first things from David Lindenloff that I really like. Because I usually hate his writing because he doesn't know how to end stuff. But he, he knocked it out of the park with this series. And he knocked it out of the park with The Hunt, that movie that came out uh, a couple months ago. It's just like, wow, it's two movies that he actually had an ending for. <laughs> I just, uh, well, I really like it. Stephen King's endings are notoriously kind of man which is why there was that running joke oh, yeah, in the, see, yeah but see, he, you know he ran it but he has a, he has an ending right Lindenloff Lindenloff isn't really big on endings I mean prime example is Lost for, for one oh. he never could get yeah, he, yeah. he wrote he wrote Lost and he's the reason they didn't he also did you know he, he's just known for just not really ending a movie just did he do Hannibal um I don't know. I can look it up. Hannibal. I'm is thinking really maybe somebody. Like, yeah, I'm start. I'm gonna start watching it, is. it uh, now that it's on Netflix. I love Mads Mikkelsen. He's, I do. He's great. Oh yeah. Oh, and they wasted them on Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh got, got it. I am sorry. What else have you been watching? We're so off the beaten path. 
I, I watched the first episode of this British show, Broad Something, Broad where Church. they detect. Fucking yeah, great. the first episode. Fucking great series. Great series. What's uh, it? A- oh, it's the first. It's like these two detectives in a very, very small town have to solve this murder of a little boy. First, it looks like a suicide, but now it looks like a murder. And I am. Um, it's oh, just, and it's uh, one that's going to uh, Audrey, you've oh, watched it. It's uh, David Tennant, is the, he plays a. Um, a British. Oh yeah, purple yeah, man. He plays a uh, British um, a detective that you know he was like the shit in London, but he's decided to come to this small town. So it's a small coastal town, mm-hmm. you know. Think Long Beach, Washington. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And he's come in, and this is like where he's decided he he kind of fucked up on a case, and he's decided to come to this small town, and then the um, partner who is like their you know, detective in the, this small police um, department is um, a woman who is like grown grown up in the town, married to you know her high school sweetheart. She's got a couple kids, really involved in the community. And this kid that's killed is a friend of her son's. Okay, it's very emotional. Yeah. And so, yeah, especially if you have kids. Yeah, and and so it's like. Did the kid kill himself? Did was it an accident? Did w- somebody else do it? And what is this on? It's on Netflix. Okay, Net- I have to check yeah. it out. It's did they finish it, there's Audra? I noticed seasons. they had there's, three there's seasons. Two, there's two seasons on Netflix right now, or unless they released okay. a third one, and I haven't noticed. I, I thought I saw a third one. Maybe there are. I know I watched everything that was on Netflix, and each season covers okay. a different murder. Um. Oh, and you will, and okay. I'm not going to give spoilers because you haven't finished it, and Damon hasn't watched it. But the ending, I was really impressed, even though I was like, "Wow, okay, I'm shocked that they, wow, okay, that's impressive because it's not stereotypical what you would think." So, okay. but it is. It's a it's a drawn I'll, out I'll finish drama it then. procedural. Okay, I'll watch. I'll it's keep watching so it then. Um, what else I've been watching? I think that's it for okay. now. And what about you, Adra? Well, um, <laughs> I re revisited Reanimator. Nice. Ooh. I'm sorry. Noise. <laughs> Noise. I, you know, to be honest, it'd been a good oh god, thirty years since I've seen it. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I revisited it, and it was just as cheesy as I remember it. And I'm like, it is, <laughs> I understand why it's a cult classic. And I'm like, oh god, I just, yeah, it's it's adorable, you know, and gross. <laughs> oh yeah, the lawnmower scene yeah, is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, Damon and I just podcasted about 7,500, which isn't traditional horror, but we both agreed was horrifyingly you know just the subject matter um that's the one about the uh plane in germany that got hijacked by the turkish terrorists mm-hmm. and and the pilot um well the, basically the the in real life you know the the pass the pilot was locked in the cockpit and the passengers eventually overtook the the uh because there were three men Passengers overtook like mm-hmm. one of the guys. The pilots had overtaken one of you know guys. It's just really tense, and it's like most of the movie is 
a good share of it is just the pilot in the cockpit dealing with like what's going on. All right, all right, right, all right, so, stop because anyway. you're just gonna mirror the right, episode. Right, right. So stop, stop. So talking anyway, about it. and then I watched Fantasy Island, not the original TV show, the new oh. movie. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I heard bad Dude. things about that. Oh, you're, they were correct. Um, <laughs> I, you know, because, uh, you know, nostalgia wise, I grew up with Fantasy Island. And when I had read uh-huh. that it was going to be a dark take, like, I was like all fucking on board because I've always joked, like, when I was on Kauai running those spas, you know, people people would expect me to, the tourists expect it's like they're coming to Fantasy Island. So they expect you to give their fantasy. And I'm like, look, I'm not wearing a white suit, even though I look like Mr. Rourke's ambiguously witchy, redheaded niece. Um, and you know, a couple of my, couple of my, my team are short. That's not a midget. Um, I, if <laughs> you gave me Mr. Rourke's powers, it would not necessarily go in your favor. Okay. You get your fantasy, right? So I was hoping it was going to be something along that lines. However, it was, it's a revenge story. Um, all the characters are linked um that's what bothered me if it was individually like saw like kind of thing where they were getting their comeuppance i would have but but this was like kind of all linked to a petty thing by a crazy bitch and i was like i'm just just not on board i mean it was beautifully shot so they, oh yeah cause it, so they just no no i was saying isn't it in uh, hawaii or it's in it's actually in fiji okay fiji that that's all I was wondering. Oh. But fucking, how do you make Fiji look? So like they, that? yeah. <laughs> so they just took the name from the show, well, really. Well, there is Mr. Rourke, and there is a tattoo eventually, and the isle. It's it's kind of like they take a lost thing where they imply that the island is magic. Um. So and Mr. Rourke is there for a specific reason, um, not necessarily because it's like his deal. And but they, but they do okay. go into what is causing the island's power, and that's kind of silly, um, and and actually not original is kind of another you know I'm like <laughs> okay underground yeah okay, but um, in any case <laughs> yeah I mean they they maintained the elements of the original shell. And then just inserted a fucking low-budget horror movie, revenge story in it. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Fantasy Island and Saw. Kind of, yeah. Put together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you know, like hmm. one, one guy, everybody has an individual fantasy and everybody is tied together by one specific um, instance and yet, for some reason, they don't seem to ever remember that they have met each other, even briefly. Like, one guy was a cop, and one chick, or two, three people lived in the same apartment building when this instance went down. And, and it's like, there's just, the, you're like, how could you not remember that that was the cop that was there? You know? You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. talk to him, and yeah. you see him on the island, you go, oh, dude, hey, hi. Right? I mean, I just was like, it was just too shallow for me. And it doesn't sound very good. I've been revisiting American Gods. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And I really, really like this show. I really hope that season three doesn't fucking lose its shit. Um, it's it's. I've yeah. heard. I've heard like it's very good at the beginning, but it, it's lost a lot of its flavor. Well, since there then. was a couple of characters. Well, the reason season two has lost some of the flavor is two of the main leads who were well-established actors. Um, Jillian Anderson was one of them. Um, and they were really pivotal characters. They just said, fuck you. I don't want to work with your ass. You're a dick to the director and quit. And so that they just like wrote off the one character, Chernobog, who is played by God damn it. I always forget his name. Orlando, Orlando Jones. Thank you. Orlando. Yeah, oh. um, he was the guy, the Russian guy in uh, John Wick, most recently remembered for that. He's been in a million things, always plays okay. the Russian heavy. Oh, um, oh, I thought you were talking about Orlando. Uh, uh, Orlando Jones is the other. Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, Shadow Moon. The Matt TV yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah uh, and he's in there, and then um, Sveringen, damn it. Sveringen, and from. Uh, that western oh dead, oh dead 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 um god damn it now you got me doing it dead wood, wood. thank you i know that thank i watched you. the show a couple of times um that i've never watched it dead, <laughs> he's also in john wick um just a really all-star cast and i think the reason why a lot of people were complaining because it does lose a little bit of steam because jillian anderson's character continues they just recast her and they do find a, a plot um, and character arc way to do it properly because you're like, oh, well, she's the goddess of media. Of course, she could reinvent herself however she wants. <coughs> That's her whole shtick is I will rebrand you to the old gods. She's like, I'll just rebrand you and you'll be new. <coughs> and if I'm... If I'm- correct about this show and I like the concept is like you and me and like Damon create mm-hmm. these gods because of what we believe in. We believe in right. TV so a TV god well, is like created. there's like 15 different Jesuses because every sect of Christianity has created their own Jesus. I like that yeah. idea, that concept. So, And then when, when people stop believing them they start exactly. dwindling away, right? Okay. And so like Odin that. has come out and been like, oh, motherfucker, I'm starting a war because that's kind of what Odin does. Um, and <laughs> <What>? Crispin, <laughs> Crispin Glover, who is Mr. World, who's the new god, the, you know, the, on the, the, the oldest of the new gods. And Crispin Glover plays a great creepifying, like, nice guy. He's, like, so soft-spoken and very calm and yet, you know, creepy. Like, you're like, dude, you will rip my face. Like, Hannibal-ish, you know? <laughs> and and he's like, yeah. Odin, you're, we're not at war. I can just rebrand you with media and I will just, you know, fix everything. And Odin's like, fuck you! And he's like, okay, well, if you <laughs> want to play like that, you know? And so, it's just, yeah, it does. And Mr. Nancy, um, he is the African spider god, and his character is just really great. Um, there's a Damon and I were talking about. There's a pivotal slave ship scene where he just comes in and incites them to riot, and it's it's very emotionally moving. 
Um, and okay. Anubis is kind of cool too. He's like a mortician. Um, and yeah, so it's just it's really great. Like it's, the it is like season season two. They killed off another character that I really loved, and like one of my favorite characters they killed off. And I'm like, okay. Now they said gods only truly die if they commit suicide. So maybe we'll bring Mad Sweeney back. And this is like the first time I've been like, usually I'm like, kill the character off and move on, not play supernatural with him. But you know. All right. So, All right. so what else you got? That that's about anything. I, I mean, I revisited Alien versus Cowboys, Aliens and Cowboys, and realized realized <laughs> it's, it's actually it's actually kind of cute. Uh, it's not uh, quality I, cinema, but yeah. I mean, I really like the concept, but it just like it could have been a better movie because hey. that con- that concept is such hey. a good idea. Harrison Ford and Walt it was Goggins fun. on the same movie. You got me. <laughs> Walt, Walton Goggins, that guy cracks me up. I love that guy. Yeah, love he's, everything he's been in. Have you watched him in Vice Principals? Yes. He's so funny. <laughs> you know what my favorite role he does a date that was in Justified. Oh yeah. Oh god, that was so great. Or have you watched him in Righteous Gem? <laughs> no, wait, no, he's not in Righteous Gemstones. What am I talking about? Um, no, what was the other one he was in recently? That uh, ne- never mind. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Okay, moving on. Um, for me, I watched a few things, not a ton. It's mostly catching up with like. Um, uh, shows like uh, like uh, a lot of it's non horror. Like uh, Eloise and I finally finished. We're caught up, and we're just waiting for the new season of The Flash. I mean, her and I. It was like, yeah, yeah. Well, she wanted to watch it, and I gave up on the show back around season two. That's about when I. Well, you're a good yeah. father. So, <laughs> so we we watched we've watched every episode. So we are completely caught up. We finished that last week, and uh, <laughs> uh, I gave up after the first episode. <laughs> I, I didn't finish episode one, or I mean, or season one. Season one, I, yeah. No, uh, season two is fine. But by the time we got season three, just everyone's just, oh, all, just... These, all these speedsters and every episode. We originally kind of started hate watching it, but we just. <laughs> but now we, we, you know, we, we kind of make fun of it and watch it. But now we want to know how it's going to wrap up. That's kind of uh, how I am with Supernatural at this point. Oh, and that's another thing I just caught, caught up on a Supernatural. Uh, that was <laughs> the latest. Uh, at least the latest season. Latest season. The late. The latest season is um, <laughs> is. It's finally available on Netflix, and I've noticed this latest season is really they're they're aware of themselves. They become self aware, which actually kind of helps the show, right? Uh, you know, like hey, we've done how many times have we've done this scenario? How many times are we going to argue about you doing this? And that? it was just it was or or other characters finally calling it out. The show's been on for fifteen years. Well, and then they they did that whole Damn. episode of what if we were actually normal? You know. Well, yeah, they lost all their luck, and so they were just having regular people problems, like car problems. <laughs> uh, Dean eats a ton of red meat and not a lot of vegetables, so he started like having the runs all the time because yeah. you know. And then he ate, and then he ate a bunch of ice cream and realized he's lactose intolerant. Yeah, it's like because they're at war with God right now. I mean, literally, 
It's and, a long, it's a long story. Since about what season eight, it's li- li- pretty much they are God's story. God's writing their story has been kind of the underlying theme, right? For, uh, you know, in the in the story arc for years. It kind of sounds like preacher. It stuff. is kind <laughs> of. It's kind of preacher esque. In, in in that aspect, okay. is in that heaven isn't what you thought it was. And even and the God, angels are really dicks. They're just they're just they're real. They're just a bunch of snobby assholes, kind of just real pricks, you know. Um, another thing, I finished uh, F is for family. Uh, oh, I finished that too. Boop, boop. <laughs> it's such a good show. I love that show so much. It is. Um, <laughs> oh, and I watched a horror movie called uh, The Ascent. It was uh, I saw a trailer for it a long time ago, and then I just saw it was on Amazon Prime. So it was basically about this guy who has a son, and he's starting to his he he has uh, schizophrenia, and he he's medicated for it. And the wife is out of the picture. I think she's dead, and it's just his dad who's kind of a loser. And he's trying, but he's just you know he doesn't make a lot of money, and he doesn't he just does odd jobs and shit to support his wife, him and his son. And uh, he thinks either his son is showing signs of schizophrenia or being possessed. And of course, it's called the ascent, which is like the final stage of an exorcism. So of course, it's an exorcism. But there's a twist at the end that I'm not going to... There's a a twist. twist. I'm not going to give away, but (laughs) it was all right. It was okay. Uh, You know, I give it a... Two and a half out of five, but uh, it was interest. It was interesting enough, but I felt it could have moved a little faster. Other than that, um, I think that's. Uh, oh, I, you know, um, I'm looking. I'm trying to talk to Audrey earlier. We're, I'm getting back into making some short films again, so I've been watching a lot of like uh, YouTube shorts, YouTube and Vimeo short horror films, just to kind of get inspired. Well, not only that, to also see what other folks are doing. So, a, we don't do exactly what they do, because we've we've realized the group collective before in our past. Yeah, yeah, because we've been doing this twenty years now. Yeah. And and then b also to like yeah get inspiration and be like oh okay that's what's popular right now. Yeah, but I never follow trends. I just well, if I anything, know you don't, but I just want to make sure. I don't know. I just wanted to kind of see. You never follow what, trends. Calm down. What the climate is, you know? Yeah, well, it's like you never follow trends, but at the same time, when, uh, you know, we've had Mombi shelved for like 10 years now, because at the time, you know, first we couldn't get it filmed. When it, when it we should have gotten it released and filmed, we couldn't get it filmed just because we, A, you didn't have the budget and the location. Mm-hmm. And then... We shelved it for a while, and then it was like, we're both like, that zombie shit's been done, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're still going to do it at some point because we both like the story, but we're going to do it when it's like, less zombie shit's been done. Yeah, it's just it was just so flooded with stuff, and it's like, ah, there's too many things like this or in the same ballpark. Even though our story was different. Absolutely. Saying, My story was different. Absolutely. <laughs> but um so that was basically it. Um I uh you know what? Let's get on to what uh the show the movie of the night is. 
and it is the blob. Oh yeah, the blurb. Uh, nineteen. Oh, yeah, 1958 versus 1988. So let's start with 1958. Um, oh, one second here. Oh, I can hear you tapping your uh, car, your Shush. your your uh, your drug paraphernalia. It's, it's <laughs> I, I hey I legit have osteoarthritis. Yeah. When I did get when I did get my medical card in Hawaii, I went to the doctor. He's like, "How can I help you?" And I put my hands on the table. He's like, "Oh, you've made my paperwork the most legit I've seen in weeks." You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have the Blob, nineteen fifty-eight, starring Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen! Steve the Cool McQueen and Anita Anita Coruscant, which I don't recognize her from anything. I don't, yeah, I don't either, either, so she may not have gone on to do many more. But Steve McQueen, I mean, this was one of the films that launched his career. He was early on in this one. Actually, she died in nineteen. She oh. died in nineteen ninety five. She did. Uh, she worked all the way up until nineteen ninety two. She did oh, good for her. She did mostly TV, like Matlock, mm. uh, Return to Mayberry Hotel. Uh, so she did a lot of, of hmm. character acting in Syndicate. Absolutely. Heart to Heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was also in the Toolbox Murders and Adam <laughs> 12. And yeah, she's, she, she stayed busy. Okay. She, she, uh, she died a little young. She was 62. That is young. But, uh, yeah, The Blob. So I'll give a quick uh, IMDb synopsis and we'll get into it. An alien life form consumes everything in its path as it grows and grows. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Very basic. uh, I I like this movie. It is, you know, it's 1950s cheese all the way. Well, you know. It was what they would call a disposable movie back then, because this would have went straight to. This was, uh, you know, this was the second card on any uh, any double feature back then, because back back it was like oh, okay. drive-in movie only. Yeah, drive-in movie fair, because back then uh, there was like it was just two camps. There was no middle. There were studio films and independent films that were distributed from studio films. So studios would take these. Uh, smaller movies, usually genre films, usually horror and or or uh, old uh, old you know dramas, but they would add them on as double bills, second second tier to like of their big movies. So you'd probably watch Gone with the Wind and The Blob. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because back <laughs> then they didn't really like keep it to a genre. It no, was, like, it was two completely different. You're it like was mishmash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be drive-in fair. Absolutely. But um, I, I, this movie is like this old version, as well as the new, actually. I'm just going to have a spoiler. It's almost like comfort food movies for me. Like, I'll revisit it and, like, half-watch it. Or if it's on TV, I'll watch it. You know, I, I, I just, you know, it's just... I remember first watching it. Remember on, like... Um, Friday nights after midnight, there'd be like the horror movie Fright Night or 
whatever they called it where in Portland this was in Boise it was called Fright Night and they would play um, classic movies I mean you know Creature from the Black Lagoon that kind of stuff right. and that's the first time I uh-huh. watched The Blob was on a Fright Night I, it's like I'm 11 years old and staying up past midnight you know see, see here <laughs> here it was Elvira for, mm. and then uh, the classic horror movies would come on Sunday afternoons after Hong Kong theater that would play in the morning on, oh, cha- would- on channel 12. It'd be a, a block. It'd be like a Hong Kong, you know, Kung Fu film. And then it'd be a classic horror film. Like the yes, block. I, that's, how, I re- that, that's how I yeah. initially saw it. Was on- I remember that, but we didn't get like classic horror films, like Fright Night style. We would get like Abbott and Costello kind of horror films. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, oh. Well, uh, this afternoon classic horror Sunday afternoon thing. Uh, it's how I saw the Blob. It's how I saw um, them. It's mm-hmm. how I saw Green Slime. It's how I saw Godzilla. Godzilla versus Mothra. Oh yeah, they always Mothra. Godzilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Godzilla versus Mothra. That's the first Godzilla movie I saw as a kid. When I was growing up in the '90s, we had a guy in Florida that um, public access channel. I forgot what his name was. But the same thing, just classic horror movies every day. I think he oh, did okay. it. Well, by that t- was his and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, but watching the Blob, it uh, it is your. I think I would say the best of the campy horror movies back in the Leave It to Beaver yeah, yeah. time. I it's like quintessential Technicolor. Yeah, it, yeah, Technicolor was. Uh, it was it was very bright. <laughs> yeah, the car is bright yellow. The yeah, jackets it was. are bright red. Like her dress is bright yellow. Like everything's just bright colors. The blob was blob bright was red. bright bright. I mean, red. I liked it. I, I don't know. I just liked it. It was so funny. I initially watched this. I uh, watched this uh, with uh, my daughter with Eloise, and uh, she was like. Why are they so scared? It just you know, right? Because it was you can walk, you can walk faster than this thing is moving, which is true. They could have easily contained this thing and kept it from from growing because it only grows when it eats, right? And it could, but yeah, and it it moves at the space of a like a snail. So yeah, and I mean, it literally is like uh, someone's pouring like silly putty through a door or something, yeah. And then, like, freaking out. It's like, well, you have, you can walk and still beat this thing by a mile. <laughs> right. And, and I remember, I, I don't, I didn't remember that. Uh, it was how not gory oh, the I movie is. Say, yeah. They don't show oh, nothing. 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 Nothing at all. And I might have saw the 1988 one first in my life and then this one. And so maybe that's why I went in there just thinking, where's all the gore? Because the eighteen eight the nineteen eighty eight one just is just pouring the well, gore. Yeah, oh my god. I remember yeah. the fifties were not gore fest. The fifties the fifties no. were more, you know, psychological horror. Because you had your you had your uh, Rod Serling kind of stuff and you didn't show like violence. Well, yeah. You you have to remember uh, this is two years before Psycho. And you, we all agree, Psycho's a classic, but it's very, yes. it's very tame. And mm-hmm. that was that it movie is. when he made that movie. They said you are going to ruin your career. This is so violent. You're gonna, your career is over. And and that that was the standard of gore back then. Was uh, 
And then Gore didn't really be realized. Object, can you not scrape your pipe so close to your mic? Sorry, I'm, it's nowhere near my <laughs> mic. Sorry. Uh, I'll just. Um, so. Um, and speaking of Hitchcock, Hitchcock, if, are we going to talk about the second one or the well, remake? Yeah, well, we absolutely are. But I was just. I, was, um, go ahead, I know. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. You go ahead. No, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that. Um, now you made me lose my place. So go ahead and say, go ahead and say what you're going to say. <laughs> I had to look it up. I didn't put it together myself, but on the remake, they kind of stole some Hitchcock um, writing. Hitchcockian? Hitchcockian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they kill off the they kill off the hero that you thought was oh, going to yeah. be yeah. early oh, in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Which was a psycho thing, right? That was the first time they really mm-hmm. done that. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. That's all I had to say about that. Great great story, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for its time, the blob was, like, really creepy. And um, it's just, it it also shows, like, it just, it's always fun to rewatch these, to not just think about the storylines and the way they film things, but, like, how they did the whole product because now you watch a show and from non-stop there's music of some sort even mm-hmm. if it's really low there's something changing um yeah how you're feeling about a scene no matter what even if there's dialogue there's some background undersound music and with the older style of filming like i mean i remember when damon and i did the crazy easy original um you know i pointed this out like when there's dialogue and just normal dialogue, there's next to no music, but you know something's going to happen because all of a sudden it'll be <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's kind of funny uh-huh. to think like that was how they conveyed an emotion or a tense or a suspense back then. Whereas nowadays you were like, yeah, well, duh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of cool. I don't. What stars would you guys give the original uh, Blob? Five uh, out of five, I would. I'd give it a three. And I mean, I'm. I'm being. Um, I know I'm probably bringing emotional baggage to it because I. I just yeah, I have a soft spot for it because it's just one of those movies I that was like in my introductory to horror stage, you know, growing up. It's but, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a lot of nostalgia for me. So I, I, I'd give it a three. I give it a two, but you know, yeah. a two. I, I give it a three because I think it's how cheesy it is. It's still an iconic movie. Like the the movie theater uh, scene with the blob coming out of it is just yeah, iconic. Absolutely. You know, so I would introduce. I would inter- want to introduce this too to my daughter when she gets a little bit older. Not now, it's I think it was she's what now. three, <laughs> five, uh, oh. five. Still, yeah, no. Although, like around six years old is when I saw on TV. I forget the name of it now. Damon will know. There, there was like it was a series on TV that had horror stories, and this one lady got this like weird wooden doll that came at her with an axe. Oh, the tiki, the tiki. The, yes, the tiki. Yeah. That okay. was that was trilogy of terror. That was Thank uh, you. that was. Um, and I knew that, but I couldn't remember it. What's her name? Uh, Black. Uh, I forgot her last name. She replaced Mama Firefly on the 
um, she, you know, she re- she uh, she played Mama Firefly in uh, Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So I Can't... remember being like six years old and seeing that, and that freaked me the fuck out for years. Yeah, Karen Black, Karen Karen Black. <laughs> mm. Karen, Karen. Black. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we can all say we. Well, I like the the blob. So let's I, get. A- I I didn't hate watching it. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. It was cute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was very so cute. we'll bring in uh, 1988's The Blob, oh, starring yeah. Shawnee Smith, who I had a big, it was like a horror crush back in the day. She was in a lot of horror movies back then. She was in a lot of stuff, like, yeah. yeah she, was, she was in the first yeah. uh, first three Saw movies. She was, uh, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, Kevin Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> so, With a uh, mullet. With a mullet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, this movie is so of the time. This is so 80s. I, I have to admit something. I thought he was. I thought it was Ethan Hawke for Ethan like the Hawk first half of the movie. To play that, <laughs> no, Ethan, time. Ethan Hawke. This is '88. Ethan Hawke was in uh, Flight of the Air. No, no, no. Well, he was like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kevin I really Dillon thought. Was I was like, like, hey, Ethan Hawke. Oh, he's in. He's in Platoon and Entourage and Blue Bloods and yeah. You know. Okay. But he's so young in this role that he looks like, I mean, granted, he plays a douchebag a lot now, but he was so douchebaggy. Oh, yeah. I I like him. Um, But, uh, yeah, this movie, uh, I, I, you know, same, same uh, exact setup as the original blob. You know, you see the, see it crash land on earth and start eating people slowly. But what I liked about this one, just like the last one, it doesn't waste a ton of time. It gets going. Yeah. No. I mean, it is a and it keeps tight, going. It is a tight hour and a half. Yeah. There's no lag time here. I mean, granted, the movie takes place over the course of one night, but still, it you know, it does not but waste time. so did time. Gremlins. Yeah. Well, Gremlins moved pretty fast, too. Fast, too. Yeah. But, uh... Short yeah, and yeah. Um... I, I like what they did with the blob, of course. The blob looks uh, uh, looks pretty much the same, but it's it gets like tentacles and it's super fast. super fast and super strong. I mean that I that's, oh that's an iconic God. scene where that guy's just getting pulled through the drainage plug, uh, the, yep. the sink. I mean that I, I'll, I remember seeing this movie in the theater for the first time, going what. The actual fuck is happening. I like the scene where the uh, the uh, um, gal that uh, runs the diner goes in to call the cops into the payphone, and the blob surrounding oh, yeah. the sheriff's faces in yeah. the blob. Yeah, yeah, that was really. I was like, oh, see, I don't remember this movie ever existing until you told me. So, Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. This was not something that I watched in Boise in 1988. Oh, that's. Cr- I watched this when in the '90s when I was a kid and scared the shit out of me, but I loved it. I thought it did a wonderful job uh, on everything. They had, um, they they kept the same. How do I put it? It's the flavor of the original 1951s, but then they added on top what the actual horror of the gore oh, of yeah, what the blob gory. can do to you. It was a gore fest. Yeah. It's a big ball of acid, and it's going to try to eat everybody it can. That's now, yeah. thinking about its time frame, it did borrow other elements from previous movies that were not necessarily horror. Like, the whole melting of people was really kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of style. 
and then the whole um, sheriff in the the goo and you know that kind of stuff was kind of reminiscent of various like horror movies of the time that preceded it so while Mm -hmm. they took the actual storyline because events happen primarily kind of similar scenes Mm -hmm. um, to the 1958 Uh one they added in a modernization and just a whole gore fest creep factor it was it was actually creepier than the first one Oh yeah, and if they ever remade this or whatever, they have to do practical. Oh effect. yeah, or, or yeah, they couldn't do. Yeah, CG. I mean, some of the some of the you know, this is before CG because CG wouldn't. It's wouldn't, before mm-hmm. date rape was not okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, you. And so I was watching that. And I was thinking like, she's out, dude. It was like, yeah, but I remember watching it as a kid, not thinking anything of it. It just it, that's what you do. That's but, what that's what Jock do. Yeah. do. Yeah, she she uh, she passed out. You know, hey, fair's fair. But <laughs> but watching it watching All it game. now, I'm like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Would you let <laughs> Eloise watch this version? Well, when she's old enough, she can. <laughs> right, but you'd sit and watch the 1958 <laughs> one with her right now. Well, she's already seen it with me. Yeah, right, I watch she, I watched it with her. And how old was she when you watched it with her? This is like last month. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought maybe. <laughs> well, because I know you have daddy daughter um, classic movie days. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was one of those movies. Yeah. This was, but uh, no, yeah. Um, yeah, that rape scene. I mean, it wasn't well, rape Well, it scene, was attempted. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, rape scene. It was almost rape. Yeah. Blouse and Croker. That is technically yeah. a, a, uh, viol- a rape. That uh, is well, a violation. Well, yeah, because she was out and didn't consent. Yeah, if I've, some man did that, I know some boy drunken, did that to your daughter. Uh, I, I agreed, but I mean, I've drunkenly even grabbed you. I wouldn't call that rape or assault. I was awake for that. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know it was coming. <laughs> but I wasn't very far away from you, and we had known each other for a very long time. I agreed, agreed. <laughs> this was not like... Oh, no, I'm not trying to say... Like, I'm not trying to... I'm not we excusing it. in our 40s, I believe. And in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote so me many times throughout the years. Ass, but I'm, I'm just saying... <laughs> ass, but you're saying... <laughs> but no, I'm saying I'm not defending this guy. I'm just uh, saying... Right. It's just crazy. I, as far as a remake, I would like them to try it, but I don't think we're going to get it. And at least not on the scale that this is probably maybe a Netflix or yeah maybe a Netflix original movie or something and um, actually this was one of the movies Rob Zombie wanted to remake uh, I heard yeah. about that that would have been gory as yeah. shit well <laughs> I did um, also 80s nostalgia I got a kick out of how the like government shows up immediately in hazmat suits but they're not like they're they're just like putting people in like the town hall yeah, because they don't want anybody to leave. They just right. want them all. They don't want them all to die. Right. But <laughs> well, apparently they're like otherwise. Apparently, the writer and director to, like prevent the situation. They're like, oh, we want to contain it to study it because that was so eighties, like ET, like, you know, aliens. Yeah. You know, um, not alien, but well, alien. Yeah, that came out what eighty seventy nine eighty. Yeah. No, uh, Alien came out in seventy eight. Seventy eight. Okay. But Aliens came out in, what, uh, 80... 85, 86, 86. Okay, so yeah, in that time frame, it was like, no, we want to keep it. We want to study it. 
rather than like just destroy it. I mean, in the original, the blob, they froze the shit and dumped it in the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I learned today that the writer of the 88, or the writer and the director maybe, were fans of the original crazies, and that's why they brought in the government oh, okay. to come fix okay. it. They were big fans of the original crazies. Mm-hmm. Which I liked. Uh, did you guys like the twist of the government? Not just some alien species, but it was a government weapon that, going oh, that, wrong. Yeah, did you guys yeah like I that did. Twist? I did. Yeah. yeah. But it was, yeah, that's a very 80s trope in, in all those movies. But on, honestly, it's because, you know, we it was just, we were in the middle of a Cold War and it was all about secrets and shadow governments. And they wonder why we Gen Xers are such jaded, fucking untrusting. <laughs> Like uh, libertarian <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just uh, I love this movie. Again, this is like comfort food for me. I was I rewatched it, you know, uh, for the show, uh, you know, a while ago, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I love this movie. It's just a great movie. I kind of want to rewatch it. That's I. It brought back a lot of my childhood memories as being a kid and watching horror movies in front of the TV. It was very nost- uh, nostalgic. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, well, yeah, this is. It was. It was I agree. Did you guys expect that? I forgot the kid got oh, yeah. killed. Yeah, he, I forgot about that too. I honestly did. That's like, unheard oh. of in '80s shows. I mean, it would it would happen, but it was definitely not the norm, and, and not that gory. And I, and I forgot about uh, yeah, yeah. Deputy Bill Briggs. Is, uh, like, every time I forgot he was in this. Uh, Paul McCrane, the guy that he was in RoboCop. He was the guy that got hit with the toxic waste and oh, was, okay. was yeah. walking and melting at the same time. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and I remember that. There's the whole practical effects because all of that was practical effects. Oh, yeah, because uh, CGI wouldn't be a thing yeah, for, no. for another four years. Certainly not at their budget. No. Right? No. First horror... Yeah, I got a little trivia here. First horror movie to use CGI. Uh, well, some of the... Like that theater scene when it's flopping around, mm-hmm. killing everybody, it seemed a bit CGI. No, that, no. Was, blue, that was blue screen. Our green... That, 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 that was, was blue that screen? Was blue okay. Screen. It was not CG. CG, the first horror movie to okay. use CG uh, was Hellraiser 3. Jesus. And that was what? Oh, 90... I like that one. Four? Three? Uh, 94. 93. 93. 93. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. hey, I was on the money. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not even a fan of the Hellraiser movies because even though I used to work in a lab and like blood and gore doesn't bother me, I don't like the torture thing. <laughs> well, so. it, you don't really see a ton of that. I mean, it's just the, I know, but just the yeah. threat of it. But yeah. but uh, you you gotta watch it for Doug Bradley. He's like the cool. He's like the yeah. coolest. It makes because it's so crazy when you have this pinhead. You have this this horror character that's oh the only reason I that looks like he, I love pinhead. Yeah, that looks like he looks and is super well read. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's something about it. Just like, and the uh, acting is, his acting is superb. Yeah. He was a theater yeah. actor. He, yeah, he definitely. But he work. wasn't, so many problems with some of the earlier horror is the villains were almost, they were overacting a bit. They were almost a caricature of themselves. And even though it would be a really great actor, 
you would be like, mm, you need to dial it down a bit. No, he was perfect. Yeah. Well, that happened to Freddy, right? Yeah. Freddy uh, Cougar just kept getting cartoonish mm-hmm. after yeah. a while. So, we are all in agreement. Um, I forgot uh, what we were going to do before we decided to, to do um, the blob. I wanted to find out what you guys have been reading. If you've been reading anything. I've been reading because I'm a reading oh. kind. What you, what you been <laughs> reading? Well, I make sure I do it barefoot. Good, good. Good. Okay, <laughs> so um, I've, I've spoken before about a very good friend of mine is a best-selling author in the um, thriller horror genre, and Debbie Vigway. Um, and she had just released last month, and I just finally got to reading it. Um, this third, the trilogy, the third book in a trilogy, um, it's called Circle of Blood. The first book is 13th Sacrifice. Second book is The Last Grave. And this is Circle of Blood. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) um, it's, it's a witchy, it's a witchy story. It's a witchy story. Um, basically the main character is a woman who is a police detective, but she actually comes from the old school, like, Late, think late 1970s Coven of Witches type Coven. Uh, All right, uh-huh. like the whole like Alistair Crowley fucking blood sacrifice shit, you know, the satanic panic. Um, and she knows <laughs> it, and like she actually, like everybody was killed, and um, she went to live with an adoptive family, and she's now trying to, to renounce the fact that she's got witchy powers because she you know went so far as to be like uh, she's christian now but it 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 has just has that it's not preachy or gaudy or anything she's not all praying in the book she's just like this is my my internal dilemma so the third book is coming to terms with her internal dilemma while she's solving crimes that are witchcraft based and having to use her witchcraft and going dude i'm being fucking a hypocrite again you know what i mean and so the mm-hmm. third book is this is personal there's somebody from her parents' coven and I mean she was like 11 when this happened you know that she was removed from her coven and they were killed um, so she doesn't even remember Damn. it she finally remembers what happened because this one person is out to get her and she's like Jesus I don't even know who you are you know so she's having to go through this internal um, breaking down um, energetic barriers that you know they call that psychologically you know repression so in any case you know it's it's like a witchy there's people killing it's it's a total witchy book so okay okay Damn. witches, witches be tripping <laughs> um but it's not you know and it, it's of course got the crime procedural you know, formula to it. Okay. Um, and the other book that I've been picking at is the Atlantis plague. And this is the second book in a series. The first book was the Atlantis gene. And in this book, they, well, the first book they found out there were Atlanteans that have been genetically manipulating the human race for thousands of years. Um, now, now that actual genetic manipulation because they've tampered with the technology that they've discovered has unleashed a plague and they're like well the first plague was 1918 and i'm like 
Okay, this book came out last year. Okay, <laughs> right? And now there's this plague on humanity is altering the DNA and and there's like there's two Illuminati style factions and and I'm like the reason I'm picking <laughs> at it is because on one hand it's well written on the other hand I'm like oh Jesus this is like Asimov level like plague story and you know I mean it's it's even worse than Game of Thrones a little bit and and, and so <laughs> I, it, it, I but I'm you know I'm play I'm I'm pushing through so I my parents taught me to finish a project. All right. Uh, we're running low on time. So, Ed, what have you been reading? Well, mine would be easy because you've already talked about it. Uh, the All Dead book. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I'm only on this, uh, the second book, I think. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, if you guys have Audible, and it's a normal price as any other book on Audible, it's 157 hours but it, for a zombie but It's book. really good. I yeah, the the guy the guy who reads it is very yeah. good, even with his accents. Mm-hmm. You um, kind of forget you, but, when, and especially. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, but I'm sorry. <laughs> you almost forget, <laughs> like when you're listening to the conversations, that it's one person doing it, because he's so mm-hmm. good at the, doing the voices, and it's like, oh, he will go from like an uh, like a 35 year old white man to a, like a seven year old Hispanic yeah. girl like back and forth and yeah like you said you can't tell the Sounds difference like a thespian yeah I think acting so. acting uh, acting that's why i get the big bucks <laughs> all right uh, so that was pretty much it for you Ed? yeah that's it right now it's a good book everybody all right uh for me um i read three i got through three books uh one was um the beastie boys uh uh, like a biography of the book is just called the Beastie Boys book talks about how they got started their influences the scene at the time I liked and didn't like this book at the same time I liked the fact that they would like get in deep about certain things if you're a fan of the of the band of the group you know, like I wonder whatever happened to so and so they'll answer that question there's uh-huh. a couple questions that didn't they didn't even t- touch on and a lot of it was a homage to um, to um MCA, you know, who died, Adam Yauk, who, you know, died of cancer. Um, yeah. yeah or young, too. It's like 45. Damn. Yeah. So um, it was, yeah. But they also, part of the <laughs> book just pissed me off because they talked too much about the scene. I found myself looking at how much time was left on the chapter. Like, I don't give a shit about this guy you met that we're never gonna hear about again. I wanna know why this and this happened. So uh, more than a few times that would pop up. And so that was a little annoying. Um, Another book I read was The Twisted Ones. And basically it was about this woman whose really mean grandmother died. She inherited, her dad inherited the house. He's like, you can have the house. Uh, Yeah, I'll split with what what I sell it for, the property. If uh, you wanna go and clean it out, you don't have to. She goes to go clean out the house. Her grandma was a hoarder. She was also, uh, her house was also part of this organization of people that let, it was just like these stone creatures that lit, bone creatures that lived in the woods. And it, it was, it had a cool concept and they would come out and take people and force them to breed with them so they could keep their lineage going. And they're just like made up of parts of, 
of the of the woods. But it was um, it was huh. a really cool concept. But it, the movie, the book was honestly boring, and it was just like it took too long to get to what the story is. The story literally could have been told as a novella, and it would have been a damn strong novella. But to make it a, a, a longer book, it was just it was just I was just fine. I was just like waiting for something exciting to happen so I could latch on to that. So it was I I I didn't like it that much because it Very yeah yeah it was a strong premise and it just wasted it with trying to be too long. I mean it was eleven hours uh, audio book and it probably could have been four. Mm. And, That's and, why the novel that I'm I'm procrastinating finishing, um, I'm trying to keep it at three hundred pages max. Because mm-hmm. I don't want it to draw out like that, like you're saying. Like you're yeah. like all this shit is unnecessary. Yeah, it was just a Stephen King kind of writing. right, right. Um, and to uh, to uh, the, just the exact opposite of that was a book I got the con season, and it was four and a half hours audiobook. I was riveted from getting the end. It wasted zero time. It got the ball rolling. Basically, what it was it was these people are having a, a interactive con where they hired this uh, all these old legends of uh, horror movies. Let's like let's say I get like Briggs Stevens and and you know just horror icons in the, in all the movies. And that usually uh-huh. you usually would see it like at a horror con convention. And, uh, and it's supposed to be this interactive thing, and they get all these. Like you know, B-level horror actors at this con- that would usually be in the con circuit, and they're having like an uh, uh, interactive like experience for the fans. But what they didn't tell these fans, or what they didn't tell these con people, you know, the actors, is that these people that they're interacting with are going to try to kill them for real. And it's base, it's basically kind of like a um, hostile type thing where they're paying to murder. Except they're, t- so except they're like going to be you... murdering a. Um, oh, we're going to run out of time here, so I got to speed this up. We're instead they're going to uh, run. Um, you know, they're going to be able to murder uh, uh, someone you loved watching in movies. It's very good. Ah, that's yeah, it's cool. very good. It was fun. It was. Uh, I hope there's a part two because it ends on such an opened note. I mean, it feels like a complete story, and at the same token, it was like, oh my god, but all what about all this shit? So. It, it was a. I enjoyed it a lot. Called the Con Season. Awesome. Um, uh, folks, that is our show. I had a couple more things I wanted to do, but we are. Uh, the app is telling me they're going to kick us out soon, and oh. uh, so I'm going to let us go. We will uh, see you next month. I don't know what our movie's going to be yet, but we'll talk about it. So uh, that's it. Good night, folks. Shoots. Good night, everybody.